0: to the couch co-op podcast episode 73 i am ian on a gloriously warm monday afternoon in the northwest joining me today is first timer uh danny hey danny how's it going
1: hey i'm going pretty good how are you guys doing
0: <laughs> uh, you know it's uh it's nice to have you on the show finally um i know you're a pretty big gamer uh and so i was just curious since you're new to the show one of the first things i want to do is uh Kind of get how you got into video games, your origin, as we like to, as we call it in in our in, on our show. What was that first console or arcade game? How did you get into games?
1: Well, I'd say my origin for video games was just being a you know about uh, six or seven years old and way too much ADHD, driving my parents crazy. <laughs> Sadly, they were you know we we grew up on the poor side, so my mom got a hold of my aunt and I got a hold of my aunt's hand-me-down uh, original Nintendo was my first console and what pretty much consumed a lot of my childhood.
0: Oh, that's funny, because I don't think you're the first person to be on the show that's got, like, a Nintendo from an aunt. In fact, I think Aaron, except it might have been a Super Nintendo, but, I mean, it was a hand-me-down. So I don't think you're the first one with that story. That's very interesting. I mean, my first console was a Atari 2600, and it was a hand-me-down from a friend. So, I mean, I think uh, a lot of us... I mean, I grew up poor, too, so I can, re- <laughs> I can relate to... uh to uh, you know, your experience there. Um, so what was it about video games? It just kind of. Uh, it was
1: uh, it was the technology. I mean, at the time, the uh, even the Nintendo, even though it was still a hand-me-down, it was still pretty fresh, still kind of the console to have. And so, not only did I get hooked up with that, but uh, that sh- my aunt also gave me a Super Mario Brother or Super Mario World three, which was kind of. Rainbow. Yeah, it was it was it was the new thing then. So uh, my cousin, who was about eight years older than me, already beat that game front and backwards, upside down, and everything. And he taught me all the little tricks and this and that. And so I felt like an elite already, just entering the video game world because I knew something that my friends at my age didn't. You know what I mean? How to warp to the eighth level and right, all this. Right. And so it definitely boosted up my. My personal fame with with my little circle of friends at that age, so then everyone wanted to come over and hang out with me right. and try that game. And then, oh, I don't know, it was it was just it was just the uh, how it was the same idea of what video games do for us now. It took me away to a, to a another place. place right.
0: that <laughs> Dude, So uh, Super Mario Brothers three back in the day. I mean, um, were you did you watch the movie Wizard? I mean, that's where we, as a kid, I found out about the uh, Super Mario Brothers three for the first time. I mean. No, you have no idea.
1: No, sadly, I wasn't a movie buff back to the ADHD. (laughs) I could play a video game, but (laughs) But I couldn't sit down and not do something. So, so what other
0: what other games do you remember playing back then as a kid on the Nintendo that you were really kind of a fan of?
1: You know, I'm trying to think back, and I don't remember the names now but there were some uh oh commander i don't know if you remember the game commander for it or not or commando i'm saying around Comma- commando right commando was another it was you know like bird's eye view and you're up above the soldier and you're walking kind of right. like you know walking up the top of the screen and just blasting away at everything in your in your way that was that was another really really good game that game has a funny little story i was playing that game and we lived in fraser park uh california which was Huge on fires. There's always fires every year. We lived halfway up a mountain and so it's a hot summer day kind of like it is now and I'm laying in my living room playing commando and on the game, you know, there's all this Rambo style explosions and
0: boom, 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 boom,
1: (sighs) you know. Armageddon going on. And then all of a sudden, uh, a neighbor yells at the top of his lungs,
0: fire! And
1: so I instantly think like a missile's coming (laughs) inbound right on top of my house. And I hit the ground, you know, screaming and crying essentially, because I'm like, you know, seven. And then all this commotion starts. My parents start running out the front door and all the neighbors start coming out and, oh, shit, here we go. So, you know, and I'm just like in my living room crying because I just think like my video game somehow came to life and is right. now going to attack me in a sense. But no, it was actually just a forest fire in our oh, backyard, wow, crazy. no big deal. But <laughs> <laughs> no biggie. <laughs> so that's, that's yeah, a fond memory I have A Commando. Uh, <laughs> there was this other really fun game that I, I again, I don't remember what it was called because I didn't have access to it, but it was like a spooky game where you were like a group of teenagers and you go through this like haunted house kind of right and you had to it was kind of like a virtual clue like people were getting murdered and like you had to figure out how to ex- escape the house and it was all haunted and creepy. And I wasn't allowed to play that game because you know it was like mature rating only or
0: something. right you know
1: if they had mature rating I, uh, Nintendo I, back there, I don't even know.
0: I don't, yeah, I have no idea.
1: That game was fun to me because, you know, it was my, it was like my, my secret taboo. I just <laughs> run into my sister's room and grab the game when everyone was asleep and go oh, play it. And that's funny. Scare the hell out of myself and try
0: to go to bed. So, what would you say, uh, would, would, you know, your favorite game of all time? That one game that means something to you or you can always go back to? And,
1: you know, it's going to be on original Xbox and it's going to be the start of the, of the Fable series. Fable one is the one game that I can very easily say is my favorite game, because I, uh, when I got Fable, I got the extended chapters already, so I kind of had the extended version where you can go into further places that you couldn't go on the regular game. You can buy more, you can go to right. the brothel, like all this, you know, like that game was, def- it was entertaining, it was really cartoony, it was really fun, and uh, and even though that was later on in the years, it still, it definitely became my favorite game of all time. Before that, it was Zelda, Ocarina of Time, so... Right. So, I, I've always been a fan of the more RPG styles, you know. And you, were dur-
0: <laughs> you were telling me the couple days ago when you were over uh, about uh, how you got a 64 for Christmas from your birthday? My
1: birthday, yeah. From your, your, uh, birthday, right, yeah.
0: From your uh, girlfriend and uh, you were going back through Ocarina of Time. Uh,
1: oh, yes. Oh, yes. I, I've already beaten it uh, one and a half times now, I'd say, since <laughs> my birthday <laughs> on funny. the 25th. That's why I haven't put in many hours on Arma. I got <laughs> Zelda <laughs> back in my life. It's, it's, fu- it's oh. really difficult to watch because, you know, like, like you know, those, those were made for the, you know, yellow, white, red RCA's on <laughs> yeah, right. old school TVs that H- HD picture really wasn't a thing then, you know. And so you put it on an HD TV and it just looks like you Mud, need glasses. Right. Yeah, it's just <laughs> muddy and blocky and pixelated. How fast can you get through the game? If I don't focus on really much of the side efforts, and if I only focus on driving forward, I can get through it in about five to six hours. Oh, wow, that's not bad. Yeah, so just steady pace. Do you, you know, know
0: any of I mean? the speedrun tricks, or have you tried any of that stuff?
1: I've heard about them, but I didn't focus on them too many. I, she got me the big old thick manual with oh, it, really? too. Which is, and it's also from like when the game came out, which I think is kind of cool. It's definitely got a retro feel.
0: Yeah, the some of the fans of the show know my history with Ocarina of Time and my attempt to play it, but... I just can't get through it i can't th- i don't know Let's
1: it's see. lame until you get outside of the forest i mean and that's what i told my girlfriend too because i'm trying to make her play cause she never played it right and she's you know going through the forest and you know talking to the deku tree right now and this and that and she's like this is bullshit yeah right. and i'm just like it gets so much better you just got to get outside of this forest as a child you know and become kind of the teenage years get your horse and then you can- it's just a way better game <laughs>
0: very awesome well uh i guess uh we'll move on now uh so we both uh stayed up very late last night <laughs> funny enough playing video games i stayed up till four o'clock in the morning playing uh, witcher 3 i played about six seven hours last night and uh the game is at that point now where i the ending is in sight but and it's like, oh, no, because I'm so much enjoying it that like, I don't want yeah. it to end. Usually games I come to, especially now uh, at this point in my gaming career, I kind of get to the point of the end of the game. It's like I'm ready for the ending, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, oh, I don't want this game to end. And I start doing other side quests, but I also really want to know what the story is. And it's been a long time. This game, I didn't really care for The Witcher 2 that much, but this one just has enveloped me and... It's been a very long time since the game's done that to me, and I just—I'm doing all these other extra quests, making sure I'm taking care of my friends in the game because mm-hmm. I'm. I've yeah. joined, and I think so. I think it's the writing of that game that's really uh, so good. Even so, some even though some of the dialogue and some of the names are silly and kind of the writing itself as a whole is just so compelling to me that I just. I can't stop playing. I could not put it down last night. I was just like, I should go to bed. I should go to bed. You know? <laughs> but uh so I really, I just been playing. I think in this past week, I must have put in close to 20 hours just this last week oh, on the yeah. game.
1: Yeah, that's not bad.
0: And then, uh you know, I'm still playing. I played uh, some Elder Scrolls online yesterday at my mom's house. I still can't really get into that, even though Bryn, my wife, she loves the game. She already hit like level 50 or whatever it is, and now she's veteran rank, and uh, she's fucking hardcore on that game and can't get enough of it. In fact, she complains when I'm playing Witcher Three because she's like, she wants to play. It's like it's time for our household to get another PlayStation, so she, can, <laughs> you know, it's getting to that level.
1: My current most modern uh, uh, system is probably Nintendo 64 now. So, uh, yeah, that's my my Xbox is in the living room and mostly used by the household of roommates as uh, either Netflix, uh, yeah, Netflix or YouTube, and I'm just like awesome. So yeah, I've got my Nintendo 64 on my laptop, but. I was watching you play The Witcher 3 and it it looks it, it looks awesome. I, I didn't watch enough of the game or play any of the others or this one to really right. know what's going on.
0: I don't think you need I don't think you need to know anything about the other ones to uh, get in on the ground floor. You just get if 3. I mean it's on Steam too. I mean it probably looks even better on a PC obviously depending, but uh it's uh it's just a wonderful game. Holy cow. And uh, of course I am now I'm trying it's funny because it has gotten a lot of high praise and so it could be considered hype. But now that I'm so deep into the game, I I totally believe it is the hype. I feel like it is. It's definitely currently my game of the year contender. I mean, it is that good, I think. But, um, So anyway, that, yes, yeah, so a little bit. And then I'm still always modding Skyrim. I mean, I can't stop. I can't quit that. It's uh, RPGs lately. That's all I seem to be playing. I need to get into something. Uh, else, I suppose. Oh, I've been playing hockey a lot too. So I guess I am oh, doing fun. Yeah. I am doing a shooter, I guess. Well, so I, I did. I did do that. Over, that's what I, you said. You did something fun over Fourth of July. Fourth of July, I just sat in here while she played el- Elder Scrolls, <laughs> and I played. I did Sky. I modded Skyrim, and I played Hawkin for like ever, but. Um, so those are the things I've been playing uh, but yeah I really dig hogging. what have you been playing uh, Danny
1: uh, I just downloaded Planetside 2 uh, last night for the first time and uh, I noticed it was from the DC Universe uh, the Day I think it's Daybreak company so I like, alright all right, I'll give it a try it has awesome reviews and stuff and I'm not gonna lie I'm, I'm terrible at first person shooters like, like right. high speed you know right. Halo Call of Duty style first person shooters I'm what you'd either call noob or bait either way <laughs> and so you know Planet Side Two is pretty much I don't know if you've played it, but it's it's kind of a if, if like Halo were to meet Battlefield, it's kinda of like right. a big Halo world, it's a territory takeover game. And it's got a massive map. But you know when you're up against two other teams that's filled with I don't know how many I mean at the least 60 plus Experienced players in the room. I mean I just get annihilated I, I put in about no oh, three hours last night And it was it was essentially just a case uh, at My own self-competition to see how far out from the base I could go before I could die Because I mean at first I was essentially actually trying to play the game But then after just getting <laughs> my ass whooped for an hour and a half straight I just wanted to see how far I could get before I would die And I mean I think the furthest I got was maybe like 50 virtual yards (laughs) on the game like i was i just sprinted for maybe three seconds trying to get to some cover and that was it
0: so yes i have actually played the game uh i haven't it's been out on pc for a very long time yes like a maybe a few years at this point i'm not quite sure but um but just recently it got its console release on ps4
1: oh cool so
0: i've haven't played it on steam but i've played it on ps4 and uh I didn't have as bad of an experience because uh, (laughs) I guess probably because the community is so new on the PS4. I'm not sure if you, I mean, I'm not, uh, like DCU Online, I know that uh, the PC guys can play with the console guys. I don't know if Planet Side 2 can do that though, even though it's developed by the same group. I'm not sure that happens because I feel like I had a, I was able to kill like seven dudes. In my first nice. match, nice. I stayed and I stayed in for like a whole hour-long match. But uh, it is there are some people in there that are just really good and just or just snipe you and you'll just get killed uh, constantly. It,
1: it has open vehicles that you right. can use. Uh, kind of anyway, it gives you you get credits in the game, and of course, just like every quote free game, you know, you right, can right. spend money to get more and stuff. But uh, but as you make kills, it gives you you know game game credits in a sense, and you can use right. those credits in the games to get uh, vehicles and stuff. You know, uh, ATV will cost you fifty of these game credits versus an aircraft will cost you seven thousand of
0: these game credits. You know, but I don't know if the ATV costed me anything in the beginning. On my on the console,
1: um, on this one it did, but I don't know if it was just the wrong room I chose. Um, room, there I go again. The, the wrong <laughs> server I chose. Or.
0: I know. I know the the first time I played, I decided to go into a very server because it gives you a list of like mm-hmm. how populated it is I imagine if I had populated like a medium populated one you probably might have done better maybe I, I don't know I know I did not very well at the beginning until uh, someone spawned a vehicle like there's this, uh, this uh, vehicle spawner thing yeah like they yeah. can move closer to a base and then you spawn really close to a base and then I find once you get into the fight like you're in a building it's a lot easier when you're out on the field just running around you are screwed I mean if you don't have any cover in that game um but it is a pretty fun game. I just it does have that kind of pay-to-win aspect. Yeah, that yeah, comes in. definitely. Yeah, I mean, if if your team's doing well, the other team gets pissed off. Someone will start dropping money, and a giant tank will start just destroying you out of nowhere. And so it can be fun, and then it can be kind of yeah.
1: I, exactly it's it, it's it's definitely you can definitely see where your class is, is dictated by how much either money you put into the game or if you have enough time to make up for that money right, to right into the game either way you have to go one way or another to be dictated better in that game at the least on the pc one but i mean it has been out for a few years so i mean i've been going up against people that have been playing the game since the origin of that game so
0: you're gonna keep playing it or is it you know? yeah
1: yeah i do actually it's it's really fun um I <laughs> I have, like, a three-day rule with, with video games, and if it survives my three days on, on my desktop, then I keep it. <laughs> and kind of in a sense, I have to play it every day for those three days because if it's a game I'm really interested in, I will make time for it, e- even if it's an hour out of that day or a large chunk of that day. And so if I if I download it and try it, and then it sits for, you know, two days after that and I don't touch it, I delete it. Oh, wow, well, you yeah. so.
0: such a... <laughs> Most of us gamers wouldn't do that, and we'll just complain, and uh, we need a bigger hard drive or something. <laughs> But uh, anything else? What else you've been, else have you been playing? Anything? I'm
1: really big on simulators, and so uh, I don't know if if you've oh, heard you of Kerbal Space Program. No, I'm man. big on Kerbal. Kerbal's amazing, uh, <laughs> I, uh, and also the Microsoft Flight Simulator. I love as well. Uh, the newer Flight Simulator is is all right. It's it's on Steam. It's still like I want to say like 2005 or something, but it has you know 10 years of updates behind it. So it, it a lot of the things that they updated is getting you out of the realm of just like Entering it, and here we go, we're going to fly around. It actually gives you something to do <laughs> while you fly around. Um, one of the reasons I enjoy that game is because it has generally accurate uh, land layout. It uses Google Earth for its land layout, so you get very accurate uh, landscape and fairly accurate uh, scenery. Hey, right. I do, I do notice the simu- the Microsoft Flight Simulator game does enjoy just throwing random buildings in on places. <laughs> I'll fly around where you know where I live out in Vancouver, and there's a lake out there, and there's a little island on the lake, and I've been right. to the island, and there's nothing on it but a few trees and some bushes. Right. But in the game, there's like a skyscraper <laughs> on the island, so it enjoys you know doing weird things like that. But if you take that aside, it has fairly accurate uh, landscape, and I I can bring up a little list of missions so that we have an idea of outside of. <clears throat> Wow, this is going really slow. Hello, there we go. So uh, outside of his tutorials, you know, you can do like an executive tour, which is where you fly the sec- Secretary of Defense around Edwards Air Base. And I've done this one, and it's kind of cool because on your on the end of the mission when you come back, there's actually a space shuttle landing and you get to follow right. the shuttle in. <laughs> so outside of your view, you get to see the shuttle coming in from space for landing. Uh, this one's pretty easy. I think this is a cover to sell drugs on the game because you're in the Seattle area and it says, fly apples to a resort near uh, Methow Valley State Airport. Mm-hmm and then fly another load to Lost River Resort. After delivering the apples, recover an abandoned aircraft at a different airport, and it takes uh, approximately 60 minutes to complete. Who flies apples? Apple. <laughs> and that's an expensive apple. Whoever's buying those apples is paying like $13 an apple. Yeah, right? So I think that's just a cover for fly drugs all over Seattle. And there's yeah, there's like Red Bull yeah. uh, Red Bull air races and practices, the tutorial on how to get into the Red Bull races. Very difficult, way out of my league. A whole bunch of intermediate ones here. We can get outside of that. Do you uh, fly
0: in general, or is this just something that you – I mean, have you are you like –
1: I when I was a teenager I was in the Civil Air Patrol which is like a junior ROTC program right. and I do have actual flight time. I've always been a geek with avionics. If I had the money to put into it I would consider going to school for avionics and pilot, but I mean for those that do that or have invested in it it's pretty much cheaper to be a doctor.
0: Right. So how so, <laughs> so how do, I have never done flight simulator. How 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 in depth does that get?
1: Uh, very in-depth. You can actually set it. Uh, I'm not going to bring it up now because it's easier with, you know, a controller and joystick and all that. It's virtually impossible to fly with WASD. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's you can set it once you start it if you want the plane to literally be off from the start. You have to engage uh, the thrusters, the magnetos, the generators, the whole nine yards. Or you can have it to where it pretty much sets you up on the runway. Ryan. Either way, you do have to talk to air tower control. There's like a little virtual Ryan. air tower operator right. in there that, that communicates with you, and uh, you have to you have to coordinate with him. And there's there's other there's other planes as well that coordinate as well. So you have to taxi way in line. Ryan. He communicates with you, gets you where you're going. You have to request takeoff, request landing. It's very very accurate. It's definitely a simulator. So it's it's a lot of fun. I, there's also helicopters, see Mount St. Helens evacuation. A group of geologists <laughs> are stranded. Uh, there's all sorts of stuff. Here's the Civil Air Patrol search right here. I've actually done this in real life, where they take you on a fake search and rescue mission. That's cool. Yeah. There's uh, there's all sorts of stuff. You get into the expert ones and it's how, be- how
0: many hours of have this you have you put into this?
1: I've had it for a while, and I haven't played it recently because of other games I've been p- putting my attention onto. But I I still put I'd say. A minimum of five to eight hours a week into this—it's definitely one of my steady ones that I that I break out on a regular basis. It it's the cheapest way that I can that I can touch the skies, <laughs> and it also has online worlds. It has the whole multiplayer oh, right, aspect right. as well, and so you can fly with other other people. But do be warned: there are a lot of noobs. I uh, fly into you. Do you get?
0: Oh yeah, oh yeah. They'll
1: they'll fly into you. They'll they'll just take off right across the grass instead of staying on a <laughs> runway. They're kind of crazy. But again, in the in the in the different um, in the different oh, what am I trying to say? Just the different areas that that you can go. You can talk to the the hosts of the room, and different hosts do have rooms that are for more experienced fights. Oh, right, 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 right. And then Kerbal's a space simulator, and that's just a whole other show. We'll say that Kerbal's very in depth, and it's a simulator that has accurate physics. And the whole idea is, is that you design and build rockets to launch into space. Right. And uh, the Kerbal Kerbals kind of look like a little green Smurf is the best way to describe them there. And uh, even though that like they they call Earth. Um, Oh gosh, what do they call it? I forgot it. Kerbon or something like that. And like a solar system isn't identical to ours. It's very similar to ours. And uh the sim- the simulation of all the physics and gravity are 100% accurate to oh, our that's, world. That's interesting. So, it's it's a really fun game. It's really in- So you just
0: you just lo- you build a rocket and then yeah. launch it or you just and once you launch the rocket what happens?
1: um it it gets very in-depth uh you have it it takes a it takes a lot of engineering just to get a rocket into space that's already step one (laughs) and then once you get a rocket into space you have to build a rocket with multiple stages multiple parts you're not going to have electricity up there unless you put batteries, solar systems generators on this rocket to conduct electricity um and then once you're up there you can do whatever you want there's just like flight simulator there's different missions but outside of that if you just want to be in the sandbox you can build uh, anything you want. You can build uh, uh, space stations by by sending up pieces <laughs> at a time and then taking right. orbiters and orbiting them together. You know what I mean? Docking them. Excuse me, docking them together. You can go to all sorts of different planets that are on. So
0: what do you do mainly Kerbal. then? What are you, What is your goal? I well, are you just do the missions? Or are you trying to do something up in space when you?
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm more of a sandbox guy on Kerbal because the missions are hard. They give you a set amount of money and. Rocket fuel's expensive, right. and so you have certain money and things. And I can barely, I can barely <laughs> touch the clouds in the, in the uh, mission mode. But in, in the sandbox, you know, you have an endless amount of money, so I can build a <laughs> very expensive a rocket. rocket.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you're just building a space station up there right now, I'm there or something?
1: Currently trying. I recently just was able to land on my uh, on my first planet, and Kerbal apparently has uh, two moons that go around it, as I just learned. Right. Um... And uh, I've reached the second out of this <laughs> moon and successfully set my own orbit around it. And, I mean, it's a pain in the ass. You have to you have to learn a little bit of rocket science, literally. You, right. you do. You have to learn what an apoapsis is versus a periapsis oh, and how geez. to adjust the two, which works at 90-degree angles. It's, it's literally rocket science that you have to learn just to play the game. And... Uh, when you When you get there and you learn all that, you can set your own orbits, and then you learn how to use the center of gravity of whatever you're orbiting right. as a slingshot maneuver. These that are like some hardcore games space. Danny man <laughs> <laughs> i
0: mean how many time how much time do you take does it take you think just to learn that kind of stuff like
1: So I've been playing Kerbal for roughly two years, and I finally just got to my own lunar landing about three months ago, <laughs> and that's putting in a regular I'd say around ten hours a month into the game. oh my God, yeah
0: that's ridiculous yeah
1: it's very very in-depth very in-depth game I haven't brought it up in a while but uh
0: what do you think about you is that I mean what is it that like like I think a lot of gamers just want to have fun and don't want to commit to something that is like that like what does that what does that say about you like what do you think that is like is that something you just always been fascinated with or I mean God, cause that's like an education almost <laughs>
1: It it is a fascination and it's 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 a challenge. Okay, so so it, different games offer different challenges. We can go back to PlanetSide or a Call of Duty style game. It's a hell of a challenge for me to stay alive longer than four <laughs> seconds. Right. But I can spend five hours into building a rocket that might touch the clouds, and <laughs> if that doesn't work, well, damn it, I'm going to spend five more hours <laughs> in changing it. You know, so I don't know. It's just the way that it just it, it feeds my brain on on a different kind of of. Uh, of challenge. Like I said, Kerbal is definitely another talk another day because it's it's a big challenge. It's a big game.
0: So are those are the only, uh, I mean, do you do other, the other kind of uh, mundane simulators? Like, I've tried, like, Farming Simulator, and uh, it's just <laughs> like, oh, my God, who
1: plays this shit? That's, That's like, exactly how I felt about the Goat Simulator. No offense to all the Goat Simulator fans out there.
0: I see. You've tried, I've never even tried, I just thought it was a joke. Uh, I mean, I know it exists, but I've never tried Goat Simulator. I don't even know what you do in it.
1: For a moment, it was free on Xbox, so oh. I downloaded it, and I wasn't interested, like, oh, yes, finally, it's free i can be a goat no i was just like what the fuck it's uh, <laughs> you know i download it and you're a damn goat and you're you can be a goat with an attitude i mean you eat everything you kick people in the nuts you crap on people's yards you're you're a goat it's kind of stupid yeah, it, it didn't make it past my three-day rule that's I, for sure
0: oh it's a nov- <laughs> it's the novelty but have you done like euro truck simulator
1: or? uh driving simulators i i like racing simulators forza is the Forza company is definitely one of my favorite racing simulators. I haven't really tried like like the bus driver simulators and all right. those. They 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 don't do it for me. Yeah, I don't, don't, don't want to be a city bus driver. Yeah, it's
0: like <laughs> yeah, it's like the farming thing. It's like I uh, yeah.
1: remember
0: trying it and like like who plays this? And like you get you like you get in your tractor, back your tractor into the plow. Lower the plow, turn the plow. You have to turn it a certain angle before you can start plowing. And then you plow the land and you just go back and forth properly you're supposed to like go down one way pick it up turn it bring it back down usually just get tired of doing that and just drive you know (laughs) and and then once you got the percentage of plowed then you then plant shit and it's just like oh my god you just
1: figured out the game congratulations but it's It's
0: like who finds that fun
1: I mean, I'm sure there's people. Uh, there must I be.
0: I mean, I get, I get, I kind of get, I, I mean, Kerbal sounds fun. I mean, the idea of building a rocket and trying to get it to space, and I, I, can under, I can see the challenge in that. But, like, what is the challenge in, like, making a great crop? Like, you know, I don't, that's, uh, that's weird to me.
1: Oh yeah, advertising's my favorite. Oh, and it's gonna be a long one. Um, well, anyway, so Kerbal. What also What's also fun about Kerbal is that you you can control the individual Kerbals, the the little Smurf guys, okay. and you can do like EVA spacewalks with them and stuff. Like if you if you I've I've ruined my fair share of satellites before, and if you need to fix something on it, you can actually EVA your little Kerbal out there, and uh, he he has his little R C A pack on him, and he can thrust himself through space, and you can actually you know go and repair stuff on your rocket. Um, This is a very, we're watching a quick little YouTube real quick and this is a very simple rocket someone's designed. It has one, two, three, four stages and it'll probably be just enough to touch the atmosphere and you can see the little Kerbal here in the bottom right corner of the screen. what he's doing right now is he's going in and adjusting all of his mixing, the oxygen versus uh, uh, liquid liquid nitrogen so mixes how, and things like that. How
0: often when you launch a rocket does it just explode? Or?
1: It's actually great. Uh, that's some of the fun of the game. Um, whenever you do something wrong, which is you know, <laughs> 99 out of 100 times. Um, I don't know. I've never personally seen this video. I just wanted to bring up something so we can get an idea of the game. And uh, he's, he's currently, what he's doing is he's uh, setting his vectoring thrust, which is allowing him to use the Earth's gravity in a slingshot maneuver, giving him more thrust to set in orbit. It's the same move that rockets would do in real life. And then eventually he'll be in space. We'll fast forward here.
0: I have to tell my friend Dave about this game, because he used to love, I mean, he used to build little rockets. He was in a rocket group back in England. Oh, he'd love this. He would love this game. It's um, ridiculous. Anyway.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's 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 definitely a very complicated game. I wonder if I put in Kerbal catastrophes or explosions. It's a or
0: nerd. It's a very nerdy game. Do oh yes,
1: <laughs> oh yes, and uh, oh here you go. This is always fun. I've
0: never even heard of this. I mean, where did you find like? It's just just everyone in the simulator (laughs) (laughs) genre. It's just everyone knows. I haven't even heard of this game.
1: It's a dark world that just... uh, (laughs) You have to know the secret geek handshake. Obviously.
0: um, (laughs) I mean, it's just just done by, like, uh, micro... I mean, who develops this game do you know i mean uh, uh,
1: that's a good question i don't know uh i'm sure somebody out there does they're probably like retard you don't know, you know
0: sure. I, hey it's couch <laughs> co-op Every, everyone <laughs> knows that
1: i play the game i don't know who develops it i think it's a self-developer uh oh, just
0: like some indie developer that came up with it.
1: i believe so that was a fun little explosion you saw that just boom yeah. you can actually destroy the space station too Dude, i've um, accidentally dropped a rocket on the main space station and it cost me like 50 million dollars to repair it's awesome it's good times so yeah that's i I really enjoy a lot of simulators uh that's that's my main thing um so
0: like planet side 2 and uh and and zelda have really just been breaks for you from (laughs) this like intense brain exactly gaming that you do do you uh i mean do, do you like stuff like oh man are you, like Portal and stuff like that. I mean, do you find that the puzzle stuff like that interesting or?
1: Portal's about as, as about as close to that as I get. I don't. I don't like the games that are like where you go through the game and the whole purpose of the game is to go from point A to point B to do a puzzle. Uh-huh. Okay. And then once you get past that puzzle, go. You know, I, I'm not a big fan of that because that makes my brain hurt too much. I guess. But uh, but Portal's fun because it's it's a different kind of puzzle aspect. Right. Uh, Portal's definitely a great game.
0: So uh, one of the reasons I wanted you on is because. Uh, I've always had a fascination with Arma 3 and I don't really know anyone who plays Arma 3 and you have spent a lot of time again because it's (laughs) so heavy in simulation I guess because it's almost like the real thing um where What where is did, where did, where did your interest in that game? St- I mean how, why did you get into that game?
1: I've always looked for a game like Arma 3. Now to the listeners out there, um, because of my own you know situation, I didn't get a decent gaming computer until after Arma 3 came out. So to be honest with you, I've never played Arma 2 or Arma One. I've only started the Arma series on Arma 3. Um, but before, I was always looking for a game that's like it—a military simulator rather than a first-person shooter. Right. And um, the first, the first game that caught my eye that was like that was on original Xbox, and it was the Army of One game, and it was by, it was by Army. You know what I right. mean? Xbox Ex- or not Xbox? Uh, Microsoft and the um the Army I guess <laughs> went in and made the <laughs> Army of one game, and it was very much like that it was very it was much more of a first person shooter simulator where you know you'd lose the mission if you if you ditched from your group and tried to lone Wolf something you'd right. lose the mission if you didn't listen to your superior you know and I really enjoyed that and so um that just kind of fell off into the back burner and no one else in the world liked like the military simulator idea and call yeah. of duty started coming out halo all this all that you know what i mean well halo i guess first and you know call of duty and all the really popular first person shooters that we have and then obviously the first person shooter right it's took, huge absolutely yeah, so. took over and so um i'm trying to get find
0: my no, but how did you learn about Arma 3?
1: So I learned about Arma 3 just uh, by YouTube, actually. I had an old roommate that I lived with whose name was actual, uh, actually Daniel, and he didn't play Arma 3, but I was talking to him one day because he's actually where I learned about Kerbal from as well because he did play Kerbal. <laughs> so and I and I walked in on, on him in his room, and, you know, we're getting ready to roast a bowl or whatever, and, he, <laughs> and, and he's playing this Kerbal game building a rocket, and my eyes were just instantly glazed. I was just like, what is this? Oh, it's Kerbal, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, all right, I'm hooked. And then later on, we were watching some YouTubes and we were talking about, you know, like, I want to find a good, you know, first person shooter that's not like Call of Duty. He's like, oh, check out these YouTubes, of this game called Arma. So I started watching these uh, Arma games with him, and I'm just like, "Where is that?" And he's like, "Well, it's easy. It's on Steam." Well, at this time, I didn't have a decent laptop that would be able to run a game like Arma, so I just had to put it on the back burner. And Arma was the first game I got when I got my <laughs> my laptop. <laughs> I was like, "Yep." <laughs> so it happened to be on sale too, and I just, I just, I I couldn't help it.
0: So what was that first experience like? Going, I mean, you've been wanting to play the game. Like, what was it like getting into it for the first time? Like. We it, just like we just like, even though maybe there's a maybe even though no one was like running around trying to kill you, but like was it still like just Oh my god, where do I start? I
1: I was still a total noob in the game. So again, it goes back to you consider Call of Duty and Halo a first-person shooter. Arma 3 is a military simulator. Right. And so if you go and if you try to play Arma 3 like you play Call of Duty, you're in for a world of hurt. You're right. you're gonna you're, you're you're probably not gonna die immediately because the battle is like 130 virtual kilometers right. away from you. <laughs> so essentially you're just going to get really bored because you're not going to know where you're going or what which way you're going. There's there's no coordinates. There's no like virtual GPS unless you bring a GPS in your pack. So right. you actually have to bring up a compass and right. navigate where you're going, then bring up a map and judge that where you're going with your coordinates set. You know what I mean? That's how you play the game, which is why you play the game as a group. So right. whatever, <laughs> you have a navigator. You have, you know what I mean, someone all doing their job. So if you play it like I did as a noob for like my first week. I mean, it's, it's rather dull and boring, and then I quickly figured out, well, you have to, the squad leaders have a certain mark above them, and hopefully the squad leader in, in that group Actually knows what they're doing, and right. I've learned that a lot of the guys that I jump into rooms with are either current or former military. Right. So they sure as hell do. Right. And when you find those people, you you stick with them, and they're more than open to to, to teach you because they understand not everybody is.
0: So I, I have a question about that. Like, how? What is that community like? And is it is that a difficult barrier to get into, or are they really willing to? I mean, because I don't obviously Call of Duty can be a very like uh, venomous. Uh, world to be in, people don't like playing with you, or they yeah. just—it's just, all about themselves. Like, what is that Arma community like? I mean,
1: so the I love saying rooms because I'm an old school gamer instead <laughs> of <all> right. servers. <laughs> but you know, whenever I say room, just imagine I said server <laughs> instead in your in your mind. <laughs> but when you go in there, there's hundreds, if not thousands, of servers and different kinds of games as well. There's team death matches. There's this one—the one that I mostly focus on is called co-op, which means that uh, you're killing bots but everybody on your side is is our live players right and um that's the typical field that I stick to where I have the most fun. And there's many others as well. You know, there's, there's probably about a dozen different types of, of, of rooms and, and uh, or servers. There we go again. And uh, in these categories, you know, there's, there's hundreds if not thousands of servers. And they say in their uh, description what they're looking for, if rookies are, are welcome. Right. You know what I mean? And a large chunk of the rooms are. Uh, you don't really have to search too deep to find that one room, that one needle in a haystack that will allow allow noobs, you know. So y- you do have pretty good luck in that, especially in the co-op side because that's typically where the majority of the noobs are Are they friendly start.
0: though? I mean, uh, to Most people? most,
1: yeah. Um a lot of the a lot of the hosts or admins as they're called in the rooms uh list list all the rules of that room when right. you bring up the map, there's like a little side menu right. and it'll list all the rules and a lot of th- it, it all says, you know, be respectful, don't shit talk, you know what right. I mean? Or if you do shit talk, just be friendly about it, you know. Right. And uh I've always had really good luck on there. Uh uh, there's been a few times where you know you jump in a room with with some assholes and I just leave. I'm just right, <laughs> right. fuck you guys. <laughs> right, <laughs> there's right. ten thousand other rooms I can go right, into. Right, 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 right. So um, for some reason I cannot
0: find. And have you met like a good group of guys that you play with regularly now or?
1: Uh, yes, I have a uh, little shout out to my buddy, Jacob prime. If by any chance he happens to be listening to this, it's <laughs> like, shut up. Danny. But, uh, yes, I, I typically do. And they're much more regimented than I am. They actually play on a schedule and they understand that like, I can't necessarily stick to that schedule. So they know that like I jump in when I know the schedule's happening and Hey, Danny can play, you know, but, uh, but beyond that, they, they, uh, very similar to League of Legends, Arma Three actually has a tournament community yeah, where they'll do uh, uh, tournaments and even uh, LAN uh, get t- get-togethers and stuff, and give out big prizes. And you know the friends that I play want to get on that level, which is pretty awesome. But I mean, I I don't think. I would necessarily have the time for that. So they know that I'm just kind of an extra and I, I have fun with their group and we all get along. and It's, it's a lot of fun. It's, I, you, there's a whole variety of different things. You can do scuba missions versus, uh, you know, missions that are airborne. I typically stick to vehicles. Um, when you jump in a room, it, it gives you the option of, you know, repair specialist, uh, medic, uh, squad leader, rifleman, auto rifleman, grenadier, right. sniper, etc. Um, and uh, there's Alpha, Bravo, Charlie, Delta team, and each one of those has that list of of who you can be. I typically stick to repair specialists, which means I can repair vehicles. Um, the reason I like that is because I can also carry a little more, so thus I can carry a few more first-aid packs to keep my ass alive and <laughs> some more ammo to keep my... Allies alive, and in doing so, you also get to get to be on all the vehicles because every everybody using a vehicle doesn't mind having a repair specialist. Right. Um, so that's my main class that I typically fall to. If you're a medic, you're going to be busy, busy right. <laughs> right. and you're going to actually be going down a lot because you're you're a prime target. You take out the medic, well, then they can't revive anybody else.
0: And that's how how long did like. Like a match take, let's say, or a game, I guess. You jump in and you're going to spend like two hours doing something or what? So,
1: um, the... It brings up this massive world. It's actually two islands that are accurately uh, uh, geographed out of Greece. And if you go on Wikipedia, there's actually this whole conspiracy on them getting in trouble right, for right, right. accurately <laughs> geographing the location <laughs> and the military bases that are in Greece. Um, they gave the the, the na- or the, uh, islands on the game a different name to help kind of right. seclude that. So the two islands are called Stratus and Altis. And uh, Altus is the smaller island, if I remember correctly, And Stratus is massive. Stratus is almost 150 virtual kilometers from widest to widest, Um, and Altus is like in the high 60s for kilometers. So it's it's a long trek if you want to do it on foot. And um, so, how do I word it? It's when 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 you're when you're in there. it takes a while because you have your main base that's like your home base where right. all the vehicles are. Everybody right. respawns when you die there, and it's a pretty it's a pretty big base. I can actually I have some some pictures of it, um, and uh, that's kind of the the place that it, when you enter and leave the game that you want to do it. Now all these missions keep on keep on popping up uh, when you complete a mission. Another mission pops up by the computer across the map, and here's a. I brought up a picture of the map when it loads here. So as you can see here, this is the main base on the left side of of this particular Uh, map as uh, we're looking at it. And it'll say across the map, well, side mission, destroy smuggled explosives. Or right right. here in this little zone, it'll give a redded out area of this is what's actually happening. And uh, when you go in, you could be in that zone from anywhere from an hour to four hours. Right. And it's typically uh, customary to not leave the game until you get an evac from someone at base that comes in a chopper or vehicle and takes you back home. And then once you get back to base, Mm -hmm. that's typically Okay. when everyone's like all right guys uh, another mission another day see you later <laughs> right, so it's okay if exactly. you just
0: leave in the middle of a mission i get they they would probably get kind of pissed
1: exactly because <laughs> if you leave in the middle of a mission everybody has their role in this game right uh, if you're the medic and you leave well then i mean <laughs> you just screwed everybody else over because they're they're 150 miles away or 150 kilometers <laughs> away they can't exactly get a medic to them quickly unless another medic happens to jump into the room and Gets lifted over there. So is there,
0: is there leveling up then, or uh, is in
1: it p- in the co op world, no. Uh, in a lot of the other servers, yes. In a lot of the other servers, you start out with virtually nothing. You mm-hmm. know, some even start out without a pistol, literally nothing. And uh, you, the more uh, it's good, you have to do like farming or drug dealing or <laughs> right. different things to get money. money. And when you get money, you can start buying gear, and that saves it. Um, uh, that's the survival mode in the game and it, it's not where I tend to focus right. my, my energy on the game. I actually have I brought some pictures of the full arsenal it has an, um, when you play the co-op you have pretty much full access to everything in in the arsenal and it's it's a wide selection. I'm trying to find because I guess here.
0: like in a simulator um, it's not really real life to level up I guess so I, I was just kind of curious how you would exactly. deal like do you just maybe you get a new rank but you don't really get like, is there like you become? You, you know.
1: do, you do get ranked in the game, and that rank does show when you uh, play. Oh, here's the arsenal. Here we go. So, just at base, there's these, uh, there's this big tent at base that uh, has all these little boxes that you go to that simulates the arsenal, and you can go and load up on here, and you have choices from guns, RPGs, pistols, uniforms, vest, carry packs, gear that ranges from helmets to. Night vision and everything else, um, watches, uh, compasses, GPSs, the works.
0: So then, all like uh, depending on what your team's mission is going to be, mm-hmm. you'll go in and then exactly what's best suited for that mission.
1: And uh, you have to consider everything. Like uh, if you want to be on a scuba mission, you're not going to be able to have a pack because your scuba gear takes right. up the pack slot, right? Which means that you can't hold extra ammo and things. So it does all balance together for for a fun time in the game. Um, and uh, the the options are pretty much endless uh there's so many different options for so many different things Uh, That's what I enjoy about the game is the is the variety of I mean if you want to do a Navy SEAL style uh, Scuba mission you can if you want to do a halo drop where like a C-130 Hercules picks you up from base You all load in the back of it. It takes you, you know Really high altitude into the air, you know 6,000 meters or whatever probably not six like 4,000 meters and then you literally jump out and float down to the (laughs) island I mean you can do so many different things You can have a Chinook literally pick up a vehicle and take you to point and drop you off it's it's really cool it's, it, it, it's so
0: I mean I've known you for a little while now you never really struck me as a military guy so what <laughs> what is the interest in this game
1: um, I wanted to join the military when I was younger my dad was a marine so I grew up in a military household and it was just kind of in my blood I had a personal accident happen a week after I joined the ASVABs it was you know something else saying hey you're not gonna yeah, join the military yeah, yeah. and it it I uh, It did some personal injuries to my abdomen and I couldn't pass military physical after that. And so just like the other simulators I enjoy, this is just my virtual escape to a military experience is why I'm so drawn to it and why I like it. It's accuracy. You know right. what I mean. It's not at all a first-person shooter. And if you were to watch a firefight on this game, it looks like a newscast. Right. You know, you think of a newscast of a firefight in the center of you know what's going on in the sandbox over there, and you hear a couple you know cap 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 cap, and then you might see like an insurgent you know 400 meters away, this little dot running across an, an alley, and then you've got four soldiers pinned down behind a wall shooting at that one insurgent 400 meters away. That's a real-life firefight, and that's a firefight on Arma 3. We all consider a, a firefight and a first-person shooter, and it's just mayhem. A gangbang of yeah, uh, It's of noobs. just yeah. nuts, yeah. you know, And so that's the difference in between this game. It's definitely along the simulator side versus a first-person-in-your-face blood and glory.
0: <laughs> how, I mean, is there how many guys like, in your group are actually military?
1: Uh, so there's seven guys that play in our group, and I'm the only one that's not.
0: Not. <laughs> and what do they say about the game? Like what? Do they, I mean have you talked to them about the game or is it usually just talking the mission during the so game?
1: so four of the guys that uh, uh, four out of the six are still active military two of them are former military and the ones that are active military say it's extremely accurate on, on, on a firefight and uh, they literally use the game on their downtime to practice drills yeah, which is good. kind of fun there's mm-hmm. something called the Zeus system which allows you to be the modder or the admin or the host and they can set up their own little routine uh-huh. and they will literally practice drills and fire forms and th- try different things that will work that they say that they remember out in the field that's interesting I don't know how accurate that is on my own because I'm not
0: right. military
1: but uh, so I've never seen a firefight but uh, according to what they say they say it's extremely accurate on what it looks like how it feels and how you need to move mm-hmm. as as a unit you know what I mean and uh,
0: so what is Arma 3 I mean or any of these simulators what are they uh these games have been out for a while. What do they? What do the developers do to like? Do they ever like, like, new stuff to the game, or what? Yes. Kind of, what how's that work? Updates? What are they doing to keep these games going?
1: Uh, just like most modern games out there, they do regular updates. This uh, th- this goes through a service, you know, late late at night, in in, uh, in my area, uh, probably once a week or so. They, they they do some repairs and stuff to it. To it doesn't have a lot of issues, which is what I like. But they definitely clean up any that it might have. And then they're always bringing out new mods, new um, DLC, a lot of it's even free too, which I really enjoy. I'm always downloading the free DLC, uh, which is like you know new new uniforms that are actual current with current military, uh, new gear, um, sights, scopes, guns, vehicles. Normally the vehicle DLC, you know, they will make you buy, but it's fairly cheap. You know what I mean? I bought the helicopter pack, and it was four bucks, and it's a one-time fee. So you know, it's not it's not really like out of this world expensive. I don't have to pay monthly to enjoy the game or anything. Um, I know
0: I know they do. I know that there's a modding community. I know I've yes. seen an AT-AT walker in the game. Yes, I saw. A heli- I guess a helicopter or some plane flew into it and blew it up or knocked it over or something. That was it- kind of funny. Yeah, <laughs> uh,
1: I've actually played the game with uh, with my buddy uh, Jacob Prime, as his stage name is or screen name, and uh, he set up a Jurassic mod on it. Which uh, I'm I'm still new to the modding scene. I can only enjoy the mods if I'm in a modded you know server, <laughs> uh, which only happens upon invite by one of my friends, but. Uh, it was kind of funny so you know we're just kind of out here in the field you know kind of just walking around and heading to our objective and then just kind of like way out in the distance across the hill there's just like a giant dinosaur I was just like huh and so and I can't hear them all laughing on the mic and stuff and it's moving and walking around and then I look to my left and I get eaten alive by a velociraptor Mm -hmm. that just ran up to me and started gobbling me from the inside out not kidding it actually happened on Arma 3 and it it kind of scared me and so it's like oh that was fun and so I respawn and then he set up a lightning and thunderstorm mod, oh, where cool. the skies just became instantly hideous, and I was literally struck by lightning. And I was running, and I see all these lightning bolts are just like, psh, psh, just like shattering all around me like broken glass. And then finally, that one lightning bolt hits me, and mm-hmm. I, you know, obviously that killed me. And so there's there's a very wide variety of, of mods that make the game uh, a little more interesting, interesting or you know, <laughs> break
0: up the, the normalcy normal scene of the game, I guess. Exactly. It? Um, so. Are there any other uh, simulators you haven't tried yet but that are out on the market that you're thinking about getting into or... I'm sure there
1: are. Uh, Arma's been my Pretty been my much. favorite so far of, of the military simulator world. Um, you can actually see like uh, like some of these are some of the servers. Like this is Eighth Marine Regiment. These I've actually um, this is a realism unit. Uh, they either recruit or you have to be military to be in that. Cause, uh, <laughs> I, I I jumped in that room once and I asked them. I was like, hey guys, I'm not military. You know, I was talking to the admin. I was like, can I just can uh, I just spectate? spectate? Yeah, yeah, oh sure. So I'm spectating, right? And uh I'm actually a soldier, but it it puts like a flag on you so that way they know that you're just kind of there and uh and I- Virtually all the other soldiers are against this road and there's like two transporters behind this general and they're just uh, Standing there and so I jump in and I'm not saying anything and I'm just waiting and they're all literally standing at attention just arms down You can control the different arm movements you can stand at attention you can sit comfortably You know you can do all the common fighting stances, you know prone all that good stuff crouch everything. anything you can salute and all this right well, they're all standing at attention, and I'm just kind of like huh and so I typed a message cause I didn't want to take over the airways. I typed a message to the other soldiers. I was like, so what y'all doing? And they're like, well, we're waiting for the general cause he's on uh, another channel with what's going on in the war across the Island. Oh, I see. And he's, he's getting recon information from his team already out there and right. you know, they're the Bravo team just waiting. Okay. So I waited like five minutes. And then so I decided to sit down. Right. And then one of the soldiers turned and uh, it's kind of cool when you move the mouse on the game and actually turns the soldier's head. Right. Um, you know what i mean and when you uh talk on the game the soldier's mouth will move too right and so a soldier turned and looked at me on the game he's like eh, i wouldn't do that if i were you i'd stand up <laughs> all right whatever buddy i'm cool just sitting here we're not doing anything and then right as he said that the the general heard him and so he turns around and then he brings out his gun and points it at me he's like you might want to stand the fuck up soldier <laughs> okay so i hit the little button that makes me stand up at attention here we go so i'm just standing there and then he turns back around and gets on the radio with whatever was going on across the island about 30 seconds later he goes all right boys and i can't reiterate it because it was all military jargon but you know we have insurgents at 139034 bravo team you're gonna blah 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 blah. And alpha team da 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 any questions i was just like I'm just gonna follow him. <laughs> I died instantly. I, I I got I got in the truck and we got to the spot and I was just like, since I didn't catch any of that, I'm just gonna follow the guy in front of me and that was a really big mistake. He stayed alive, but I died. Right. He made it inside the building. I got capped, and so uh, as soon as I got capped, I left the room. But that's just an example of how s- how some of these rooms become extremely serious right. and extremely, you know, hardcore. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's I don't know uh, to other simulators I've always been a, been a big fan of simulators just uh, Arma 3 has such a variety and it has things like you want to guess like it actually has um, uh, uh, helicopter challenges and uh, helicopter speed courses and racing as well as believe it or not go-karts of all things I didn't know that the military sponsored uh, virtual go-kart system but they sure as hell do <laughs> you,
0: gotta have, you gotta blow off some steam once in a while you gotta, I guess you, gotta, you know
1: so and it's that's uh, new, isn't
0: it? Somewhat recently new.
1: Yes, the carts is a recent mod that they added, as well as the uh, helicopters here. Um, yeah, so I thought that was kind of fun. These are all like firing drills, um, which is like pistol range style. Um, but
0: it's, so, it's fun. Like. You have fun doing this.
1: Oh yeah, uh, the pistol range is <laughs> extremely <laughs> difficult. If you see here, the C O F green is the level one firing range, and it's just like a common like police pistol range, you know, you have to move through a little obstacle course and move up to one position and fire, next position, fire, next position, fire, run over to another obstacle course, take out the targets there, eventually get to the finish line. Well, if you miss, it stacks on a two and a half second charge, right? So the difficult thing about the firing range is that you have to do it like lifetime accurate, which is really difficult to do with a WASD system and a mouse, right? Um... In order to just qualify, you have to get a time of three minutes and thirteen seconds. Um, my current time now is three minutes and nineteen seconds. <laughs> I haven't even gotten to it, and I put a lot, a lot <laughs> into it. And you have to move fast. And it, like I said, it stacks. If you happen to miss, it stacks. It stacks a two and a half second charge, uh, or add to the seconds of, of time. So. I and my friends off of that time did it once cause I only missed like three targets and we decided that even if I hit every single target, I'm literally still just, t- uh, six seconds too slow, mm. just moving too slow. And we thought that that was rather impressive just to qualify. Even if I hit every single target, I would still be about six seconds too slow.
0: And how often do you waste trying to do, wasted, uh, time doing that, do you think?
1: Uh, it's typically my warm-up on how I start the game. Oh, okay. Because, I mean, it gets you fluently moving with the mouse, and you know what I mean? I do normally like two or three when I, when I jump into the game, because, uh, you know, they just take a few minutes to get through. But uh, it's, it's impressively difficult. But uh, that's that's what I like about Arma 3. It's I don't know. Any other questions about it? I could talk about this game all day. <laughs> I love it.
0: <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Are there any other simulators you play currently? Are those just like the Kerbal, the Flight Simulator, and Arma?
1: Those are the main three uh, simulators that
0: that I, that I do play. Have you tried any others or...? You're like our simulator guy <laughs> at this point. You're like our simulator <laughs> correspondent. I will keep that in uh, mind, <laughs> and I will definitely do more research
1: for you if, you're, if you and your viewers are yeah. definitely interested. I'll even do the cheesy ones just for the sake of research. Uh, just, um, very
0: interesting. I don't know.
1: I I have tried different cell phone simulators, which aren't simulators at all, because <laughs> <No, laughs> right. my cell phone's not that good. It's not like a Galaxy or anything cool it's it's by motorola i didn't even know motorola still made phones i thought their last <laughs> phone was like the razor but right. anyway so uh i i i've tried like some of the other cheesier simulators uh we already talked about the goat simulator i've tried a couple farming simulators
0: um there's that awful surgeon simulator have you tried that one which one the surgeon simulator have you tried this oh i cut up the it. body but you like are you have t- two m- bad hands that don't work i don't know when you rip open the Kate, I i don't know it's not really a simulator it's more of a joke
1: <laughs> i've seen it but no no i haven't um i haven't played it uh that's one i don't know i wouldn't i i i'd try it for the sake of your viewers or you or your interest but i mean i probably it probably wouldn't make it past my three-day rule oh, would I, I would assume it would
0: not it would not
1: um i've tried I have once tried the uh, bus driving simulator, and that was the one on my cell phone. I forgot where I was. I was somewhere out in public and, like, waiting on something. So I was like, well, download a game and see how this so goes. So, like, transit
0: and, or, like, school bus? Uh, it the, was,
1: like, public transit, and it was it was rather dull. <laughs> <laughs> I can only imagine. <laughs> it didn't even last, like, my three-minute
0: window. Like, who, like, even comes up with the idea of thinking, like, hmm that sounds like a great game. I don't know this doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> like the bus, the bus, like in Grand Theft Auto, it's not fun driving the bus around, right. you know, people, you know, right. it's like, I don't even want to do that in that game. Why would I want to do it in real life? As right. a simulator. I don't know. It seems uh, weird.
1: different crime simulators like the Grand Theft Autos or some of the others that are supposed to be more accurate. I don't know how that works. I don't know if, if, if your community's ever played payday before, but payday is a great game. And yeah that's
0: more first person shooter <laughs> it know, is it
1: is definitely first person shooter it's not so much simulator but uh it's about as close as i can get to thinking of like something outside of grand theft auto where you're a criminal and you work as like a team and that aspect i'm a big fan of co-op as well i really because i mean let's face it i get my ass whooped
0: right
1: when i'm so, like, when so I don't have guys that like, are dedicated <laughs> to being <people laughs> on my side, <laughs> so
0: I need you guys to make right? me look good.
1: Right? How about I just stay back here and I'll tell you what's going on 500 meters ahead through my nice little spotting scope?
0: Well, like an ARMA, then does it keep track of your win streak and it stuff does. like that? So, like, what is your your group or like how well have you oh, done in the game? Let me
1: see where I can find all that good shenanigans.
0: <coughs> or does it even matter to you? That just I know. haven't. <laughs>
1: on, yeah. I honestly haven't checked it. I know I do. Okay. Um, I do. I do. I mostly stick to the vehicles. These two rooms that are that I have starred: The Last Standing, ArmA Three, Tactical Realism, uh, with this mod. However, you were pronounced that. White-listed mod, I'm not even sure what that means. That's my favorite room that I jump in. Currently there's a whopping three people in that room, yay. And then I go to the DMM Clan A3 Patrol Ops, which is my uh, other favorite room. It is a little glitchy though. So for each server, not room, there's my 90s lingo again, um, it, it keeps track individually for each server. Okay. And so I would have to go into the server in order to yeah, bring cool. up uh, where it is. And then also uh, I highly recommend using TeamSpeak For ARMA 3, because it does have its own um, uh, channel system, but uh, and in a few of the more, you know rookie or noob style rooms they they don't mind there's a lot more patience for chatter um but once you start getting into you know when you when you start playing with the regiment and stuff that's a little bit more dictated a little don't bit like hardcore the they don't like the <laughs> talk unless you're on your set team channel and team speak right. or if you have to give a broadcasted message to another team in the game that you don't have yeah. team speak but just just chatter of "woo, did you see that in this no they they typically don't like that <laughs> and they they will yell at you the funny part was I was just doing it to piss off this kid once I was in this hardcore little I was invited to a qualifying uh, room which I was all excited about which is actually how I met the group that I play with now because I passed their little qualifications and um, they kicked one guy out who was like this little kid you could tell I mean he must have been like 10 years old and he was British so not only younger (laughs) but he was British this little kid British Harry Potter accent going on right and he would just throw the biggest tantrums which is why I think they actually kicked him out because I mean he if you if you just made a peep over over the 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 gaming channels and rather than team speak you know he would just pop off with all these british (laughs) I, and just i would just do it just to mess with them essentially but they eventually kicked him out he got too annoying (laughs) that's weird that's
0: yeah so nice
1: (laughs) and it it, the biggest problem that I have with ArmA Three is that um, I, I have a pretty decent laptop. My laptop does does all right. It's it's on the higher end, but my graphics card, it's all right. When I when you're playing the game with uh, with other more experienced gamers, you know you you they they would assume have you know some sort of a gaming tower or right. much more uh, legit rather than kind of stock. Uh, uh, System, supply. Right? Yeah, and so the problem I would have is, is just like in real life. You know, you can see your enemies, you know, 12, 1300 meters away through a scope and binoculars and whatever equipment you might be using up on a hill. Problem is, I can't see it on my screen necessarily. Landscape as well. So landscape will start popping up on my screen about fifteen hundred meters away is when I start seeing landscape, trees, houses, and such. Um, but I, I've been in a situation before where I would be really high in the air or something with a pilot, and we were, we're in a Particular like a like a like a Blackhawk that's supposed to shoot long distances away and stay out of the rain of fire, and he'll be three thousand meters away and tell me to you know get ready for my rockets and see the house burning, the two-story house burning down there, and I'm looking and all I see is you know <laughs> as far as it can go, and <laughs> then you know nothing, right? i no, I don't see it. So we had to learn that he had to move in closer in order for my graphics card to to be able to pick it up. So keep that in mind as as well. Arma three is is a game that does. <laughs> does use a lot of computer fuel.
0: Yeah, it's intense. Uh, but well, that's one of the thing it's known for is the real. I mean, I've seen photos that like they just don't. That doesn't. That looks like a real tank, or you know, it's just like it's. It's pretty nuts on some of those systems. Just how realistic it looks. Yeah.
1: Thinking. Um. uh The if if you're ever curious about really good arma arma videos, go to YouTube and type in arma and then shacktac. That's S H A C K. Or uh, TAC and then Arma 3. They're more of a. I'm sure in the gamer world you're all familiar with Shacktac. He's he's very much pronounced in the gamer world, but he's also on his own little Arma 3 division, and he's a badass. Uh, He he goes along and tags along and plays with uh, a lot of the more serious.
0: How many hours do you have in this game?
1: About 140, and I got it on Mother's Day.
0: <laughs> that's crazy.
1: Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's it's a good game. Um, the You'll notice, even online, all the videos are, you know, a half hour to an hour long because, I mean, that's how long it takes before you even start to kind of see anything. Do, uh, so. do, is that
0: anything, have you ever thought, I mean, do you record your videos or have you ever done, thought about doing any of that kind of stuff or...?
1: Yes, I have. Um, when I get a little better, I'm. I'm actually pretty proud of of where I've come because I've become a reliable teammate and a, a, a good force. You know what I mean? I'm. I. I feel like I'm. I kind of know what I'm doing, um, but uh, not good enough yet for someone else to watch. Uh,
0: <laughs> but not a ball and chain. Yeah. Yeah. There, there you go.
1: <laughs> not not a ball and chain. Uh, that's a good way to word it. I like that. Let me see. Yeah, you can kind of see the.
0: It's a ridiculously look good-looking game. It's crazy.
1: The visuals are out of this world, and it's cool because there's no, like, story mode cuts, you know? Like, when you take off from base in a chopper, it doesn't go to, like, a story mode where you're just flying over scenery that you can't ever touch. You're, you're, the person that's taking you there is actually a pilot. You right. know, there's actually other soldiers on the helicopter. They're flying you over hot zones. There's actually, uh, you know, forces that you can fly over. All the scenery around it is completely real in the sense of how, how it looks where enemies could be where your enemy intel is coming from. Your enemy intel is uh, actually coming from other players who have gone out there and scouted out what they saw. Right. So everybody has a key role in finding the enemies and taking it over.
0: So like, do they, like, if you're like doing a mission and you're going up against another group, is there ever, like, another group, or is it always just kind of two forces against each other? Will there ever be like a third uh, there or, or like another war there going are, on? There
1: is. There's there's a few different groups that all work together for the enemy. There's the main enemy, and then there's all the enemy's uh, contractors at will. There's uh, like you see them as side missions. So be like a side mission that, you know, uh, says uh, uh, there's a helicopter hangar that's being built. It takes about a half hour, but when they build the helicopter hangar and arm the helicopter, this little contracting group that isn't the actual main enemy will bleed over yeah well we'll start bleeding over and take on and it'll it'll attack home base i don't care there's not really a safe zone once that helicopter gets in the air same with mortar crews and smuggled uh smuggled drugs and explosive teams will come in as well and you know what i mean um it's really common to get shot down when you're (laughs) when you're going to an LZ, so you have, normally you send out a scouting team to scout out a decent LZ, they'll throw smoke to mark the LZ for the chopper to get in and lift everybody out. Right. You have to fly low, so that way you don't get RPG'd out. Uh, everybody has their key role, for sure. Uh, and it it's... It's the most uh, experienced game. I actually learned the proper way from uh, my friends who are in the military, the proper way that they learned how to infiltrate a house, the proper way to stack. And when you stack in the military, apparently, you have to know each position because you don't move in on your position. You're not, like, always position two on a stack. Sometimes you're position one, three, four, or five, you know. And so you have to know, uh, I had a whole training day. It was like a six-hour day on on Arma (laughs) on an empty server that was, uh, you know, modded out by, by our admin to just set certain certain enemies here and there for training maneuvers, and they all taught us what each stacking position is, and when you play in the game and we have to infiltrate a house, we we stack properly, we move properly through the house, proper calls when you reach stairs. I learned that when you reach stairs, the person in front of you walks backwards, and then you're the person behind them in, the, in position two, or stack two anyway, and you walk in front of them with your pistol over their shoulder, and so that way they're watching everything behind you and as they come up the stairs anything that might come up the stairs behind you and in turn you're watching everything over their shoulder in front and you call out rooms, you call out balcony, you call out clear. It's it's a big process, and I had to recently learn learn all that, and that's so what, how we play the so game. So, what
0: do you currently like? You think you need to work on? You're working on in the game for you as a player.
1: Uh, radio calls. Uh, I don't I don't chatter too much, but I I stutter too much. I get too excited when I finally see where the where the enemy is, and then you know you want to keep your calls short. I use I use uh, a tactical mod on my radio that only allows uh, four seconds. It beeps you in you have four seconds to say something and it beeps you out so that way there it limits chatter and only one person at a time talking but you have four seconds to say a very important mes- uh, a message right. you know so it's just simply you know like uh enemy spotted times eight bearing zero three nine from my current position done right that's the message you know <laughs> but i get all jumbled and excited oh boy oh boy i see some up on the hill it looks like one might have an rpg oh what hill oh that's bearing one three nine from oh message done you know what I mean? Right. And then they're like, damn it, what'd you just say? So, you know, you... You gotta, you gotta think fluidly, you gotta learn, you don't have to learn military lingo, it does help, but uh, you do have to learn how to call enemies, you, you do have to learn how to read bearings, you know, when you look at a compass from degree 0 to, to degree 360, that's your bearing from your position, you also have to learn how to read a map, so that way you can say you know, the two-story building that's in the grid one three nine one three two, and then your friends at base can bring back up a map and go, okay, well, there's that two-story building he's talking about on grid one three nine one three two. we see your position as well so you have the enemies coming southbound from your position you know so right. it's all very indo-
0: <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like too much work Danny. <laughs> and if you don't do it right you die oh <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> well, that is awesome man uh that, dude totally filled this episode man it has been an honor and it's a pleasure listening to you just ramble about this game <laughs> i was i'm pretty sure i'll never play it because i don't think i have the <laughs> I have the patience i believe like that you have for you know but uh very awesome very cool uh it's been, uh, it's been a great show. Thanks for being on. Thanks for thanks for having me on. Thanks for listening to uh, Ramble. I appreciate <laughs>
1: it. Oh, no, we'll have you back get on. I got excited
0: over it. <laughs> we'll totally have you back on for something. We'll you get some new games played, yeah. and we'll have you totally have you back on. But uh, yeah, thanks for being on the show.
1: Absolutely. Thank you.
0: Uh-huh. Uh, I'm Ian. This is Couch Co op. And uh, you guys uh, check you later. Bye.